from the Lakeside Newsroom of the Henrico Citizen, your hometown news source since 2001. This is the Henrico News Minute with publisher Tom Lapis. A change in plans for Henrico students who want to go back to school in person, but why some teachers are not happy about it. And who's next in line to get the COVID-19 vaccine locally? We'll have details about those stories and more in today's Henrico News Minute for Wednesday, January 6, 2021. It's brought to you today by Henrico County. And now for the news. Well, Henrico Elementary School students who are planning to return to school in person will have to wait two more weeks to do so. Those students now will resume in-person learning January 25th instead of January 11th and 14th. Teachers are expected back in schools January 19th. All of this was announced yesterday by Superintendent Amy Cashwell after she discussed it with elementary school principals Tuesday morning. Well, Cashwell's determination came following a Monday meeting with the Henrico Schools Health Committee. The delay comes in the wake of dramatically higher COVID case counts in Henrico and surrounding areas in recent weeks. On Monday, Henrico set its all-time record for the highest average number of New daily COVID cases at 183, then broke that record yesterday as it jumped to 192. It's the second time Cashwell has delayed a return to in-person learning. The first occurred November 16th when she moved the planned November 30th and December 7th return dates for elementary students to January 11th and 14th. The new change does not impact middle school and high school students who opted to come back. They'll still return February 1st for 6th and 9th graders and February 4th for all others. A little more than a third of all public school students in the county had indicated that they will return in person, according to a survey taken by the school system earlier in the fall. Now, Cashwell's decision was met with frustration by a group of Henrico teachers and supporters who questioned how it would be safe to return at a time when case counts are higher than they've ever been in the county and the region. The last time Cashwell delayed the planned in-person return on November 16th, the number of cases per 100,000 in Henrico during the previous 14 days was 216. As of yesterday, that number was 686, more than triple. And the percentage of positive PCR tests in the county during the past 14 days is now 11%, more than double the 5% that was reported then. Those are two of the three core metrics established by the Virginia Department of Health to assist school systems as they decide when or whether to return students in person. The third and final core metric is a collection of five mitigation techniques that each school system must evaluate internally, and Cashwell, in an email to staff members yesterday, suggested that she has confidence in the school system's risk mitigation strategies that are currently in place. She wrote, quote, evolving guidance from health experts plus our own experience and increased implementation of safety measures give us improved confidence that schools can be safe with the right risk mitigation in place. From the start, we have maintained not only our commitment to serving our students, but to keeping an eye toward prioritizing the health and safety of our staff, students, and community moving forward will be no different, end quote. As part of their plan for a return to in-person learning, school system officials had anticipated hiring a temporary classroom monitor and clinic attendant for each public school. But as of the end of the year, nearly 60 of those positions, 34 temporary classroom monitor spots and 25 clinic attendant spots, still were being advertised on the Henrico County job site. 
In a statement posted on its social media page, the HCPS Back to School Safely group wrote, quote, the plan put forth by the county is unjustifiable, putting the lives of faculty, staff, and students at great risk. Furthermore, the county earlier established the metrics which they would use to assess reopening. They have repeatedly stated that if the rates were high, schools would close. The rates are high, yet schools are opening, end quote. The group is advocating for schools to remain virtual through the second semester, which ends at the end of January, or until all members of the HCPA family are vaccinated. Well, healthcare workers who have not yet received a COVID-19 vaccine through their employers or who have not been notified of the opportunity now may register through the Richmond and Henrico Health Districts to receive one. The agency has created an online interest form for all eligible medical providers to receive the vaccine as soon as possible. You can fill it out by visiting HenricoCitizen.com and looking for this article under News and then Health. Now, to date, the agency has distributed more than 3,000 doses of the 3,600 it received to people in Phase 1A, a group that includes residents of long-term care facilities and healthcare personnel. More than 14,300 Richmond and Henrico 1A eligible residents have been vaccinated through their employers. Pharmacies enrolled in the CDC's Partnership for Long-Term Care and Richmond and Henrico Health Districts, according to officials. Now, the agency anticipates that next month it will move into Phase 1B of the vaccine distribution. That phase will offer the vaccine to anyone older than 75, as well as other essential frontline workers including grocery store employees, police officers, firefighters, public transit workers, and anyone who works in the education sector, both teachers and support staff. If you have questions about the COVID vaccine, call the Richmond and Henrico Health District's COVID hotline at 205-3501 or email rhhdvax at vdh.virginia.gov. We have two more chances this week to get tested for COVID-19 through the Richmond and Henrico Health Districts. The first event will take place tomorrow from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. at Diversity Richmond, 1407 Sherwood Avenue in the city, and then the following day from 1 to 3 p.m. at the Eastern Henrico Health Department, 1400 North Laburnum Avenue. For details, you can email health at henrico.us or visit henrico.us backslash health. Henrico Casa will hold a virtual information session January 14th. That is next Thursday at 6 p.m. for people who might be interested in volunteering to work in the court system on behalf of abused or neglected children. The organization's next 14-session training program begins on Saturday, February 6th. Casa members typically work 10 to 12 hours a month gathering information on a child's circumstances to supplement information provided to the court. For details about next week's virtual session, you can contact Rebecca Kalman Winston at 501-1670 or email her at kal001 at henrico.us. Well, it seems like common sense to know that you're not allowed to bring a gun, whether it's loaded or not, onto an airplane with you. But 22 times last year, someone tried to do just that at Richmond International Airport. The final time that it happened was the last day of the year, December 31st. A Midlothian man had a 9mm handgun that was loaded with four bullets. He tried to get it through security, but it was caught by an x-ray machine there. Police responded and arrested the man. 
Two instances set a single year record at the airport, even despite a record low passenger volume because of the pandemic. Officials had stopped 14 guns each of the previous two years, 18 in 2017, 10 in 2016, and just 6 in 2015. This year is not off to much of a better start as January 3rd, airport officials again caught a passenger trying to bring a loaded gun onto an airplane. This time it was a Richmond woman who was stopped with a loaded 38 caliber handgun in her carry-on bag that had five bullets. If you're planning to fly out of the airport anytime soon, you might want to check your luggage one last time to make sure you haven't left a gun in there. The typical first offense for carrying a loaded handgun into a checkpoint is $4,100. The Virginia Department of Motor Vehicles is now offering driver privilege cards for eligible residents of the state. To be eligible, you must be a resident of Virginia but not a U.S. citizen. And you must not have a driving privilege that's currently suspended or revoked in Virginia or any other state, among other requirements. The new card is the result of a change in Virginia law authorized by the General Assembly that is designed to create a way for non-U.S. citizens to drive legally in the state. You can learn more at dmvnow.com backslash dpc. Today's Henrico News Minute is brought to you in part by Henrico County. How did Henrico County respond to the challenges of 2020 by taking bold steps to strengthen its connections with residents, businesses, and other stakeholders? That's one of the many takeaways from County Manager John Vitokas' State of the County Address. This year's presentation is all virtual due to COVID-19. To check it out, go to henrico.us and click the link at the top of the page. Connect with your county at henrico.us.